Um, real quick, I don't know why I'm seeing so much um, people making content about Gen X. Like, there has been this uptick in, like, these millennials and maybe even Gen Z coming for Gen X. Now, I want you guys to hear me. Lean in. Lean in and listen. This is more for Gen Z, even though there's some millennials who might have fallen and bumped their head. Let me make it clear. Y'all don't want this smoke from Gen X. Now, see, we were over here minding our business, and you guys were well, whining and crying about all the things that are bothering you, okay? And some of it was legitimate. But we, we know how to stay in our lane and mind our business. We all the way know how to stay in our lane and mind our business. Mind our business, not mind. Mind, M-I-N-D. Um... Yeah, like, I'm trying to figure out why people continue to keep coming for Gen X. I'm like, first of all, Gen Z, let me make this clear. We knew how to entertain ourselves without the, all the, like, electronics and stuff like that. We went outside. We played outside, used our real legs and arms. We ran on purpose. See, we didn't have all the electronic stuff where, or the motorized stuff, right? Motorized scooters and motorized this, that, and the other. So our legs and stuff became strong. There's a reason why Gen X, the way we look, the way we look, is because we don't sweat a lot of the small stuff. We really don't. We don't care. So while you guys are all aging and using Botox really early because you're all effed up, we don't. Because we don't care about things that don't really matter. We're like, F this, F that, and the boat your mama came in on, all that good stuff. Now, let me tell you right now, Gen X, we like to mind our business until you bring us into the business. We are the truly F around and find out generation. We fought with our hands, not with like guns and stuff like that. Yeah, I said it. We fought with our hands. Like I remember growing up and if I had to get into a fight, I didn't do a whole lot of fighting. I really don't know how to fight, but I believe it or not, I've never lost a fight and I should have lost fights, but I was one of those kids that I was so scared to fight because I was small and I was afraid to get beat up and then I would just go off and then people would leave me alone. I fought with my real hands. In um, elementary, no, it was elementary school, mostly verbal in middle school. And then I had one or two in high school, but that's a completely different time frame. So I want to warn you guys, you guys keep coming for Gen X. I'm not saying we're going to be violent. What I'm saying is, our mouths are slick. We've lived through a whole bunch of stuff, too, but we don't do a whole lot of whining and crying about it. We pick ourselves up when we move on. You guys think you were the only ones who come through some financial crises and stuff like that? We came through when the, the housing, um, the, the original housing, well, I shouldn't say original. We came through the housing bubble. We've come through when the market fell with the dot-com burst, all that good stuff. We've come through 9-11. We've come through, we've come through, we've come through. I just want to make it clear, especially for these Gen Zers who cry about everything, who's in their feelings about everything, and everybody's got mental health issues. I do believe that people need to get help for mental health. However, I don't think everything is a mental health issue. I think many of these people just have to learn how to cope, and they have to come through some adversity. Okay? Now, with that being said, Gen X knows how to do that. Maybe not in the most healthy way, but I'm telling you right now, y'all need to calm down. I don't know why everybody wants to come for Gen X all of a sudden out here in these streets. 
but you keep messing around, you will find out. Now, let me go ahead and table that. Um, I want to get to Tia Reese, a.k.a. Tyrese. <laughs> so, homie, okay, for those of you who don't know who he is, I'm Gen X, right? Gen X, we know Tyrese from la, 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 oh, I can't get that out. La, 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 always Coca-Cola. Okay, that's who we knew Tyrese to be. He was the singer, he was the model, all that stuff back in the day. Gen Z and, 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 and the millennials, y'all know Tyrese is the guy that gets out here on social media doing all that whining and crying because he's being held accountable for fathering children. So, you know, everyone, he's the only one in the free world that has to pay child support for his child. And so, you know, he's going around marrying people, divorcing people, finding preferences. I'm like, go find yourself a preference, honey. But it's kind of funny because I'm sitting here like, you're literally upset because you were a lick for this girl. You were another lick. She got you, licked you all up and down. And got that baby, secured the bag, and I shouldn't call the baby the bag, but, you know, we're going to call a thing a thing. And now she's divorcing you. You went out publicly acting like you were Gen Z or, or a millennial, knowing that you are Gen X. You know, that's not what we do. You put all your relationship stuff on, on social media. I didn't go look at it, but other people have. And so you see what they've clipped. And I'm just cracking up like, dude, you are a ding-a-ling. And then you sat there and, and paraded this chick in front of people's faces only to find out that you were nothing more than a lick and that she's now, you guys are divorced and now you're going to pay her a whole bunch of money in child support. I don't understand why these men, and I'm going to be specific right now, black men continuously get out here on the internet, <laughs> they on the internet crying about child support and everything else. You don't see any other man of any other culture doing that, but yet you continue to do this and it is embarrassing. I'm waiting to see how this is going to be the fault of a black woman, by the way, because somehow this will be the black woman's fault. I'm like, well, this wasn't the black woman that did this. But um, I don't understand why you think it's okay to get out here to complain about paying child support and everything else. Okay? You did it. You should have had a better prenup. You should have done something. All I know is you had a baby with this woman. And now that she's got what she got, she's like, I don't want to deal with you anymore. I don't know. But maybe you're just a psycho. And she was like, okay, this isn't it. And now you're upset because you have to basically pay to take care of this child in the life that this child has grown accustomed to. So anyway, Tyrese, a.k.a. Tyrese, is out here on the Internet <laughs> crying about having to take care of his child and the amount. Now, the previous child support amount for his other daughter and his other marriage was just under, um, it was under like 11, basically 11 grand a month. And now he's going to pay, I already forget the amount already. That's how much I actually care. But the whole story was just funny to me. I'm like, he is a whole clown. I'm like, stop it. You're embarrassing yourself. I, I, I can't. I don't even remember what he has to pay. But I know he has to pay a lump sum of 600 and something thousand. To, I, 
I don't remember. I don't know. I don't care. Anyway, so Tyrese, aka Tyrese, I need you to stop getting on social media, airing out your feelings. What I need you to do is make an appointment, you know, go through better health. I don't know. You need to make an appointment and air out your feelings to someone who can help you understand and sort out what accountability is, how to manage your emotions. Um, I remember there was a clip of him. Somebody had posted a clip of him with, this was like a few months ago, and I think it's resurfaced of him with, I assume she's a black woman, talking about how she wanted somebody uh, who was it? The guy from Festival? I don't even remember. I can't keep up with all of these Hollywood people. Some white guy, and he was in his feelings like she actually disrespected him coming on. Like that's what that's 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 what women think of him. That's how much women think of uh, Tyrese at this point. And it doesn't matter what color you are. She came on there. She's like, I really was more attracted or interested in the other guy, whoever his Mark or whoever his name was, the white guy. Nice looking guy. Um, and this is the thing. I think with Tyrese is he had the look for a model, like the chiseled face and the clear skin and stuff like that. But he's not your classically good looking guy. He's like a good looking model. You know what I mean? He's not an ugly man by any stretch or means, you know, and he can sing. But I think that he probably doesn't like his 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 anything. Like he knows that he's a commodity, but Deep down, the guy probably doesn't even like the way he looks, and it's such a shame because he has such strong features. Anyway, Tyrese, stop getting out here on the internet and airing your dirty laundry and and trying to find sympathy in and some sort of whatever when you need to be doing that with a therapist because it's really just quite strange. It's really strange that you're doing such things. Um, and let me follow up with White Tears. I know I had that, I think, in the middle of the title. I forgot how I wrote the title. I'm talking, oh, White Tears. You know, um, you guys know that um, I'm a fan of tennis, and yes, I saw the clip of Coco Golf. For those of you who don't know, the U.S. Open is going on. I saw the clip of Coco Golf, and uh, her first round opponent was Laura Sigmund. I believe it was Germany. And basically, for those of you who don't understand, there are certain rules in tennis for when you can sit down. Um, You have to play at the pace of the server. So if you are not the server, you have to play, whether it's a fast pace or slow pace, of of whoever's serving. So, and it was within reason. And long story short, Laura Siegemann was really playing games, and it was a little bit of gamesmanship. Um, she was basically not playing at Coco Golf, um, her her pace. And so she basically, when Coco was ready to serve, she would just not be available. She would hold up her racket. That's the sign that says, wait, I'm not ready. Like, one officer, okay? I mean, like, you know, you can't be dirty about it either, especially when you know that you, you just got served an ace. But long story short, you know, Coco Golf called it out during her match and got into it with um, one of the umpires, the referees, and eventually, um, Laura Siegemann was given um, time violation points. 
And then, you know, the crowd was rooting for Coco. It makes sense. Coco is an American. They were in New York, et cetera, et cetera. Which is interesting because, um, you know, because you never know what America is going to be like anyway. Because Coco Golf is a black woman. You just don't know what side America is going to be on. Case in point, and I'll get back to my point. The U.S. Women's National Soccer Team, um, you know, we just um, finished up um, the FIFA World Cup for soccer. And uh, for those of you who are in Europe and the rest of the world, that would be football. America always has to be different, right? But we call it soccer here. And long story short, the women's national team lost, uh, I believe it was in the quarterfinals on, uh, they, they said it was um, Megan Rapino choking on one of the penalty kicks. I, I didn't actually see that match was against Sweden. I tried to catch them. Um, and you've got people here in the United States rooting for the women's team to lose because they didn't agree with their politic. And I was like, you know, America is a shady bunch of people. So that's why when I say I was surprised that they were actually rooting for Coco, I really was. Um, but getting to the white tears portion, so Laura Siegemann, you know, they're both have, they usually are required to give post comp, post-match conference um, interviews. And Laura Siegemann was in there. <laughs> they were just so mean. Like, I was like, girl, miss me. I'm like, here this woman is significantly older than Coco Gop, knows the rules of the games. And then when she's done wrong, she wants to give what we call in the community white women tears. Like she was literally like having full on righteous indignation. I have experience with someone who has done me wrong and tried to give me white woman tears. The only difference was I called it out right away to her. And you know, this chick halfway stopped when, when, when I told her, I was like, um, I don't feel sorry for you. I don't care for your white women tears. That is a tactic used by many white women, actually, when they're wrong or when they're pulling their full-on Karen mode or whatever like that, right? And so that tactic has been used in the past, and it has been quite harmful towards black people, okay? You see what happens right now, even like if they'll do something wrong, whether it's calling up police or whatever, and they're engaging these tears, like I didn't. Think I'm not a racist or not. So anyway, I'm not saying Laura Sigaman is a racist. What I am saying is she's quite well aware of how to weaponize her tears in the media. For those of you who may or may not be white who are paying attention to this, let me make it clear to you. We are well aware of that tactic. And I think now people are just kind of like not putting up with it. Okay. So you want to cry when, it, when it's meaningful, you know, maybe you were in an accident and you're in extreme pain or maybe you witnessed something horrifying. What you don't do is cry because you are 100% wrong. You were wrong. And then because the crowd got upset with you, you were, you're weaponizing that and you're turning it and you're centering yourself. And like they were just so mean, you know, we're all a part of the sport. And I'm just kind of like, but you were a dingling. You were wrong. You were wrong. Anyway, white woman tears are very dangerous. I've seen them before. I've had somebody try to use them on me, but I call, I'm like, no, no, no. You're not going to do that. Get yourself together. Um, I don't, I think because they have been used for so long, I don't have much sympathy when people start. I'm just kind of like, I don't know what you want from me. 
So I just want to throw that out there. This wasn't meant to be too deep about white woman tears, but I just wanted to point out the fact that she tried to use them. She tried it and it clearly just backfired on her. My throat is itching. I hate the change in seasons. I've been sneezing a lot. Oh my gosh. I'm like, ugh. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. White woman tears. You guys need to look it up. I should probably just do a separate live on that, but I don't really want to talk about it too much um, because I hate to have to say some people blah, blah, and I usually don't like to qualify, but there's a lot of good people out here. There really are. And I, I hate that. You know, I have to talk about it with such a level of specificity, but sometimes you have to, right? Sometimes you do have to make people aware because, you know, um, people will try to leverage that. And I just felt like I needed to remind people, if you are wrong, you could even be right. But like, if you're trying to garner extra sympathy or whatever, I'm like, no, we're not doing the white woman tears. I'm going to be honest. I am mostly unaffected by it at this point. I'm just like, it is hard to get me to have any sympathy for you because I've seen it used and misused so many times. I'm like, I'll wait for you to get yourself together. Um, I haven't seen it in recent times. I think the last time I've seen somebody try to use white woman tears, at least near me, that was a few years ago. And the woman was wrong and she knew she was wrong. She, it was a form of betrayal. And and I think she wanted to apologize and apologize. She kept trying to make up for it, send me stuff. And she was trying, oh my goodness, it was ridiculous. And I was just kind of like, I would give her nothing. She wanted, she wanted my forgiveness. She wanted me to co-sign certain things and I would not give her anything. I would not feel sorry for her. And I shut down the whole tear thing. And I'm like, yeah, it's not going to work for me. It's a hard pass. It's a hard no. All right. Um, y'all need to send up some prayers that I can get my allergies together because my eyes are starting to feel moist. <laughs> my throat is itching. I'm like, <coughs> so y'all just not going to let me in? You're going to get in or you're going to let me in? Like, what is going on with these people today? This is a long, long merge lane. And the one guy just does not know how to drive. I'm like, either you're going to merge into my lane or you're going to let me merge into yours. See, this is why I need to hurry up. Look. I don't even have road rage, but that one car, that one car is still climbing over here. He's probably pissing off a whole lot of people. Anyway, not my problem now. I take my exit. All right. So, um, I should probably cut that out. <laughs> Bye.